Good morning. Welcome to Weekly Roundtable. C-SPAN here. Just one quick announcement, and we'll jump into this week's topic. So last week we had the uh, Greenwood guys on, and we talked iron packs. I appreciate all the great DMs you guys um, have sent me. Um, almost equal number this year of guys who hate iron packs and guys who love iron packs. So I appreciate all the commentary. But um, here's what I'm going to tell you to do. If you haven't signed up yet, go sign up. And if you hate it, um, it is a-okay to hate it. Go sign up and uh, try and figure out what the workouts are. And even if you hate it, go pick up one of the weeks and, and go and participate and just be one of the guys. Do a hard workout. Enjoy yourself. Uh, laugh about it. Bitch about everybody's form. It's what it's what we do. And so um, I'm just going to encourage you. This will be another year. <clears throat> this is their fifth year, and so we want to encourage everybody to at least maybe participate for one week just uh, just for nothing else to bitch about it and complain about it and um, get after it. So transitioning into this week's topic, which is on a serious note, and um, it's a serious topic, and so I want to make sure everybody understands we are definitely not talking Iron Packs this week. We are talking the 9-11 tribute and we have a couple of groups that do really, really big tributes. And so I have Hightower from F3 to Capital on, and we're going to start with the easy stuff first. Hightower, who EH to how long have you been doing F3? Yeah, hey, C-SPAN, thank you for having me on here. Super excited to uh, to get on your podcast. I've been listening to it for a few years now, and, uh, you know, what an honor uh, it is to get asked to come speak with you guys today. So, um yeah, I've been with F3 since uh, 2017. I'm originally out of F3 Churum, which is Durham, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Um, uh, we used to call, affectionately call ourselves the um, northern province of, of uh, Churum, little area called Hillsboro. Um, uh, I, 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 I don't know, maybe I'm a little different. My wife actually kind of EH'd me to, um, to F3. It's uh, She caught a, a, a neighborhood post on that Nextdoor app, and she heavily suggested, right, when, when your M heavily suggests something, you got to listen, right? Um, but she anyway, she heavily suggested I join this uh, F3 men's group that just opened up in, in this little ta- our town of Hillsborough. Um, so I, I went out and joined it. Um, I was, you know, I was out there thinking I was in pretty good shape. I was training up for one of those, uh, another one of those Go Ruck tough challenges. I, was, uh, I thought I was in pretty good shape and I thought I'd give these guys a try to get out there and work out with a bunch of guys versus just me always training out there by myself. So um, still remember my first beatdown out there in um, what we called, our, our site was called Duck and Weave, and it was delivered by this guy named Coco. Uh, for the guys over down there in Churum, Coco is one of like the, the local legends down there. So it was, it was uh, again, another one of those honors to, to be there in, at one of his beatdowns and actually get named by him. So I still remember that beatdown because it's uh, – it's one of those really tough, grueling ones that kind of always live in your head there. But um, anyway, I, I came from the, that group. I, I, I started up with uh, the guys like Nickelback, Buffet, another guy named Toast McQueen. So, uh, yeah, like I said, I've been with F3 since 2017 and really excited to be part of the, the F3 group up here in uh, what we call the capital in northern Virginia, D.C., yeah, and you just, uh, for all the listeners who aren't paying attention, so Churum, uh, another group that just kicks out tons of quality uh, leaders across F3. So I, um, so a couple of Friday shout-outs. One to your wife, because 
I was posted on that stupid Nextdoor app. Uh, I did it for the nation. I did it for Philly. I did it. No, I always felt like nobody ever, ever. So I just appreciate somebody saying that it actually worked because I was, you know, I was doing all kinds of comms for as a side project, and I'm glad somebody was paying attention. And then a special shout out to Coco. Uh, that's uh, that's a good guy to have as your first cue. So a couple of Friday shout outs. Um, as we transition to today's topic, I feel like maybe we should do a little bit of uh, a level set. When I say level set, when we talk 911, everybody remembers where they're at. And so I'm going to start, and then I'm going to hand it to you, and then we can talk about the event. So I was actually long. I was it was the first time I lived in Philly. We were out actually outside of Philly. I was in my basement office um, on a conference call with a bunch of guys. It was a mix uh, from guys across the country and actually some of the guys from the uh, United Kingdom. And um, first thing that happened is one of the guys from the U.K. came on and said, hey, something's going on in the U.S. You guys need to turn your TVs on, right? And I was like, ah. you know, I was, I was presenting that morning, and I was focused on the presentation. Um, and I turned the TV on, and I started to get a little more distracted. And then at that point, we were living within um, – we were within the radius of a Limerick nuclear plant, and all of a sudden it got really very real because we were in the part of PA when they, um, oh wow, you know, flight yeah, flight 93. They thought was that they were going to fly it into those uh, into that power plant, and so all the schools, everybody locked down like it was. Uh, all the sirens started like it was going to be a nuclear, um, and that's when. I realized that I need to get off my conference call and actually go pay attention. Um, and, you know, and that, that flight diverted because those guys fought back, right? And, um, you know, so whenever we talk about 911, I always like people to say, you know, where they were at and how it impacted them. And I always just felt like I got lucky that day because if that plane would have flew into those reactors, you know, oh boy, my family wouldn't, my family wouldn't be here, right? And so I, um, I always like to share that, but I, I mean, I, and I also want to share that those guys fought back, and I love that because I feel like they were F three guys before there was F three, you know, because they, <laughs> they stepped they stepped in the gap where they knew there wasn't any, you know, there's nobody else. They had to do something, and those guys just stepped up, and so. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, there's I know that, that great line. That, 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 yeah. Yep. That left ahead. roll line, right? That that that's yep. from there. So, yep. Yeah. It, that's. Um, yep. That's just truly to me this 9/11. It's it's that 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 other line that I always think of for 9/11 is that just never forget, right? Um, for for me, for you, for many of the packs that are out there were were, were fathers for, for children that probably weren't even born, you know, for for, for that event. But um, how earth shattering that event was for our generation. It's basically right our generation's version of Pearl Harbor. Um, so what, what I'm really looking to do is just to make sure my kids, my children, don't forget um, what how what that 9/11 event meant to, to not only to me but to the rest of our country and how it changed our lives. So uh, yeah, I appreciate you sharing your story because it's it's one we just never want to forget, and that's really my my goal of spreading the word out here. Uh, for September 11th, uh, I'll, I'll share with you real quickly my story. I was living uh, down there in Raleigh, North Carolina. I was in some meetings at work, and my phone rings. It's one of my buddies. Uh, I grew up in New York, uh, but it was one of my buddies. I was commuting into the city. He was on the train. Uh, he got stuck in traffic, called me to tell me there's something wrong. You know, again, there wasn't Internet and stuff back then, um, but he was trying to you know, get me. Or there was Internet, but it wasn't very strong, but just trying to get me to check the news to see 
if something was going on in the city. Um, sure enough, I turned on the news. The first plane had hit what was the, the North Tower. You know, and back then it was the early speculation was that it was just an accident, right? That North Tower was just a an accident of a plane hitting it. Um, so that's what I was really relaying that information to him. And as I'm speaking with him, bang, right? That South Tower gets hit by a plane, and instantaneously the news changed to no longer is an accident. It's no no coincidence. This is now a terrorist event, right? So, um, and I'm, again, I'm relaying this information to my buddy here. His father, my father, uh, and my mom all worked down there in that financial district uh, in Manhattan. Um, thankfully, our parents were already out of the city then. But um, anyway, I'm talking to him on the phone, and then immediately, a short time after that, the phone line dies, and I lose him, right? The, um, yeah, if, he, if everyone remembers what happened down there, there wasn't a lot of strong uh, phone lines. And everybody got on the phone, and, and you know all those uh, uh, wireless providers couldn't keep up with the demand, and they, they lost them. So anyway, my my buddy, um, he was one in the the many photos that you, I'm sure people uh, have seen, and the footage of 9/11, of uh, the people walking back, you know, out of the city, back into onto the New Jersey side. Um, he was, you know, so he you know wasn't necessarily there, but he was there in New York City. His wife. A uh, good friend of mine as well worked for Morgan Stanley. She worked in the South Tower. Uh, thankfully, Morgan Stanley had really good um, uh, evacuation plans. So as, as soon as that North Tower got hit, they evacuated. You know, they, they got out of there. So um, that's kind of my story of, of how I remember it. Um, but I also do remember it because my parents worked there. My, I, I've commuted with my mom and my dad uh, down to the financial district uh, in Manhattan for, for many, many years. Uh, my mom used to work right outside Tower 7 uh, down there. So it's always been kind of um, a big thing growing up there in New York and all my field trips as a, as a kid going to the World Trade Center. Um, there's, there's a few people from my high school uh, that perished that day. There's also a few people from my high school that survived that day. So um, it, it's one of them, again, that I, I just don't want um, the next generations and the following generations to forget. So it, it's something... I carry near and dear to my heart, and uh, it's why I'm very passionate about keeping this thing going uh, up here at F3 yeah. Capital. Yeah, and I think what we need to do is, you know, um, you know, I, I, I walked with Danny, our cadre Linus, uh, last year, and I got to meet a bunch of the firefighter families, and um, in the military we call them gold star families. I don't know what we call them for 9-11, but, you know, you hear their stories and that's never forget. And I think, you know, this is why it's such an important part of like groups like F3 that we, that we do tributes, right? And we do remembrance and we do uh, a moment of silence to remember everybody who's fallen, right? Uh, because to your point, those are all, uh, all guys and girls who made a huge difference in their families and those families are dealing with that loss every single day. So, at least one day a year if we can all recognize and um, do our best to memorialize it. I think I think that's the way the right way to do it. And so I, I'm going to hand it back to you and just say, let's talk, let's transition and, um, and talk about what you guys got yeah. from the Capitol because I know this is one of the oh, biggest events F3 does. So Absolutely. And I'll, I'll give a little backstory of how we kind of got started up here at, at the Capitol here in, in D.C., but uh, when I was part of CHIRM down there in North Carolina, um, it was still in my first year. And i I, I got to be honest, I totally missed it. I, I saw the pictures and the posts of the guys that did the stair climb um, down there at NC State, uh, the guys that did it over there at uh, Keenan Stadium at, at Chapel Hill. The guys, rucks and flags 
when you know uh, sandbags, you know, and, and doing all these stairs, and I absolutely I, I I wasn't keeping up with my slack, and I absolutely missed it. So I was really 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 hard on myself that I I missed it. I, I made a you know promise to myself that next year I'm I'm getting out there and I'm doing a stair climb to remember you know the the folks there from from 9/11. Um, so that was 2017, and then it turns out that in, um, as things changed in 2018, I, I took a new job and I moved. My family and I we moved from uh, that that part of Churro, moved up here to Northern Virginia, um, and we were brand new. I, I hooked up with a guy here, Major Payne, who was also from Churro. Uh, I caught up with him. He was a little bit ahead of me getting up to this area, and he already had the kind of the, the wheels in motion of getting F3 started. So when I came up here by the spring. Of 18, I was probably you know newcomer number seven or number eight out of this kind of this new band of F3 to Capital, and then by summer we we got F3 going up here. So super proud of of, of what Major Payne has done and uh, helping him and helping the rest of this group you know to become a solid uh, region uh, for us at, at F3. But I knew when September came along, I wanted to do a stair climb up here in DC. Uh, so I started asking around you know a bunch of guys. I didn't have a lot of friends, but thankfully with F3 I had some peers that I could ask people for. Um, there were no, unfortunately, up here, there's not a lot of open stadiums like there are down in North Carolina. So that, you know, that idea kind of went out the, the, the drain. Um, and I got this great idea from one of our guys up here. His nickname is Jenner. Super great guy. Still friends with, really close friends with him and his family uh, even to today. Uh, but he had suggested, you know, the stairs in front of Lincoln Memorial. He's like, man, there's some great open stairs there, great view at Lincoln Memorial. And, of course, I'm like anybody else that visited Lincoln Memorial. You, you always get go down there to, to visit and, and see where Martin Luther King stood or see where the Washington Monument with the view from Washington Monument, you know, back to Lincoln. Really cool site. So uh, I put the word out. And, again, F3 was still relatively new there in, in 2018. And it's a great little story that we were, we were literally four guys that came out there in, in 2018 uh, that I can convince to do uh, CSOP, right? Completely stupid, but in my opinion, not not utterly pointless. It, it definitely had a point to it. Um, so there's four of us that, that did it uh, completely in the dark. It was a weekday morning. We actually had a couple tourists come join us. So we were a total of six C-SPAN, six guys uh, that did the uh, stair climb. And what our, our, again, our goal is to get the 110 stories, you know, to match the World Trade Center. So for down there at uh, Lincoln Memorial, from the bottom of the reflecting pool to the top of Lincoln, it's 87 total steps. Uh, so if we, if we do the math, it's a, essentially 24 flights up and down from bottom of the reflecting pool to top of Lincoln. We do it 24 times. Um, so I, I said, okay, cool, let's let's go do this. And I had three these F3 guys come out there do it with me. And again, I was thinking back to the images I saw back in Churum. I knew I was going to ruck it. The other three guys ran it. They, you know, we, we were still rucking is still new to us. You know, here in the capital. Uh, so four of us, you know, took off, and I was really slow. Those guys were fast, uh, but whatever. Typical F3, leave no man behind. They continued to wait for me, um, but we pulled it through. The, the four of us plus the two tourists, and we just had such an impactful experience among the four of us that we all went back to our AOs after that. We spread the word, C-SPAN, and we spread the word like crazy, man. So 2019, again, it's a weekday. We knew we all had to go to work uh, that 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 day for September 11th. So I told the so again I told the guys, look, we're going to do this in the morning. Um, we got to get there early because we'll have to get shower, go to work. Um, so what we do in the weekdays, we start like four. I asked the guys to be out there at 4:30 in DC, which is pretty difficult, you know, because everyone's coming from all over the place. We start the climb at uh, 4:45 and we're done 
I told the guys we'll be done by 6.30 so we can get showered, go to work, be, you know, beat or wherever we got to be at by 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. So I didn't know what to expect at all, C-SPAN. But all I know is I got out there at 4.30 back in 2019. I saw all the headlights out there, and I had chills. There, I think we had a close to 70 guys out there. So we went from four guys to 70 guys in, in 2019, probably had about a good dozen ruckers and, you know, the rest of them were runners. Had an amazing event there in 2019. Um, Again, we leave no man behind because the ruckers are much slower. Uh, the guys in the bottom wait for us, and then you know, uh, again, typical F3 fashion, uh, they start doing you know PT exercises as we as they wait for the, the very last man to come down uh, the stairs. So that was part of our tradition. We wait for every single body, every single person to come down, um, and the fast you know uh, packs they'll do exercises for the last man comes in. Um, so that went really well, and, and again, those guys, again, spread the word around because it was such a great event uh, that we knew in 2020. 2020 happened to be the 20th anniversary, also happened to be the uh, on a Saturday, 20th anniversary. We knew it was going to be a really big event, and bang, you know, all of a sudden, you know, kind of, you know, COVID obviously hit, right? So uh, that, that changed things. Uh, I'm sorry, no, 2020, no, 2020 was not the 20th anniversary. It was just a normal workday it, it was um, a workday, normal, uh, maybe the 19th anniversary. So, again, we started at 4.30. So our numbers were a little bit lower in 2020 because of COVID. Maybe we had like 48, 50 guys uh, there because not everybody was really comfortable about coming out. And then last year, 2021, was the 20th anniversary, and that was a Saturday. Uh, I saw all the energy of the, of the group that was out there. They all knew they're, they're going to come out there strong. We all got a little bit more comfortable. Uh, with COVID. So that year, tw- last year, 2021, um, C-SPAN, I actually pulled the permit uh, because I knew we were going to have a big crowd out there. Didn't know how many, um, but I-, I knew it was going to be a-, a big crowd. So uh, when we got out there, uh, again, part of our tradition now is, again, we start all together. We do one flight up. We come down. We wait for the last man, last person to come down, and we do all do exercises so the last person gets down there. And before we take off, we read another moment of history of uh, it's either a, a moment that led up to 9-11 or the moments during 9-11 that day or moments that followed after 9-11. So it's a pretty somber uh, experience as we read this moment, you know, to the crowd. So we, everyone gets really quiet. We read this all together, and bang, we all go up the stairs again, and we all come back down again. So we created this really cool tradition uh, here at, at Lincoln Memorial for, for our group. Uh, so back last year, 2021, the group was huge. We had M's, 2.0s, other tourists join us. So I think in the final count and our final picture, if anyone's you know out there looking at F3, the Capitol website, you can see the count up there. There was over 170-something people out there, a huge crowd. I thought maybe we'd get 100, maybe we'd get 120. We had this huge crowd out there. Um, so it turned out to be a really, really great event. So here we are this year, 2022. This is the 21st anniversary. It happens to be a Sunday. Uh, so, again, we, we are opening up. Or I, as I mentioned to you earlier, C-SPAN, I, I travel a little bit, but when I go out there, I'm spreading the word not only about F3 the Capitol, but I'm spreading the word about how F3 the Capitol handles our, our 9-11 memorial stair climb and inviting guys, like when I was out in Dallas last year, inviting them when I was in Chicago, inviting them. With, uh, hopefully the guys in um, Charlottesville invited those guys. So anywhere I go, uh, I can continually spread the word about what we do um, here for 9-11. So anyway, it's Sunday, September 11th. We start the stair climb at, at 6 a.m. 
I ask for all the guys, uh, you know, everyone to get that out there by 530 because parking is always a pain in the butt. There in D.C., it takes you 10 or 15 minutes to walk over. We do some stretching, warm-up exercises before we get going, but we're starting this thing straight up there at 6 a.m. This, uh, this is our fifth year, kind of like what you were mentioning before about the Iron Packs. This is also our fifth year of doing the stair climb up here, and uh, we're expecting another great event. We pulled a permit again with National Parks because we are expecting another large group out here. Uh, the kind of the cool thing, it's not just us here at F3. Uh, we also partner up with our partners at FIA, the, you know, the Females in Action. They have a pretty strong group out there in our, um, Alexandria. They've, this is probably their fourth year climbing the, the stairs with us, and their numbers have been growing as uh, they, they've been participating with us uh, in this stair climb. And, I, and I'm seeing more M's come out on the stair climb, more uh, 2.0's come out for this, some coworkers, family members. Um, it's been really a great community event. Uh, and, and again, my, my role or my goal uh, in the stair climb is to make sure we continue to spread the word and we don't forget what happened. We don't forget the lives that perished. We don't forget the heroes, you know, that ran into the building or took, you know, helped take down that plane so others didn't get injured. Um, and this, this memory continues to live on to the next generation. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to let you take a breath. Holy moly. So from four guys to 170, um, and I love that you included M's and 2.0's because I think this is the other one as you talk about um, having a tradition and never forgetting we actually have to teach our kids what happened that day. And so I'm so impressed with what you guys have the other one, 110 stories, is another thing that you can teach. Um, you know, as you're doing one of these stair climbs, and I've, I've done them before. I've did uh, a couple different places. I've done them. When you, as you do that 110 stairs, and you realize what those firefighters carried up there, knowing, um, and a lot of them didn't make it all 110 stories, but they basically went into the fight fully loaded, knowing um, they might not come back, right? And just knowing that they had all that gear just fighting up those stairs, all 110 stories of it. Dude, I love your tribute. That, that's that's a great way to spend a Sunday morning. I love it that you opened it up uh, to the wives I, and the kids. And I, I love the whole thing. I, I, and I'll hand it back to you. Absolutely. I appreciate it. And, and you know, I, I use that same uh, words that you just shared there, C-SPAN, about the heroes that ran into the building, you know, and that PPE as, um, as motivation to, to our guys of, look, look, we, we are all physically fit. We're all in great shape. Uh, we're all coming out there in shorts and T-shirts, and we're well-prepared and, and sneakers to go run this thing. But why not suffer a little bit, right? These, these heroes that ran into this building were running into that, what, with all that 30, 40, 50 pounds of PPE, we can do the same, right? We can wear rucks. We can wear weight vests. We can, wear, we can suffer a little bit harder um, to, to really memorialize what those heroes did for um, not, not, not only on that day, but every day these heroes are out there. So i got to tell you, C-SPAN, I was completely impressed. I, I really pushed that hard last year in last year's group, and I, I don't know. There had to have been 30 to 40 packs of wearing all different weights of sizes, guys carrying logs, water jugs, 45-pound weight plates you know, strapped to the back, Whatever it was, I, I was really impressed on, uh, on what these guys brought out there to increase, um, I hate to say it, but just increase the suffering and just hearing, you know, them voicing, right, right their, their, their push. Because it's, it, it's not easy doing 110 stories, whether you're walking it, whether you're running it, or whether you're rucking it. it it's a struggle. 
Um, so that, that, that's something, like you said, I, I continue to push uh, not only our guys here, but whether you're doing stair climbing in your your home AO, why not kick it up a notch and go for a little bit more? Um, because we, we get to go home, you know, after this, see our wives, our, our children, um, and we get to, you know, whatever, have coffee and do other things. Uh, but those, you know, 3,000, you know, that, that died, uh, especially the, the ones up there in New York City, they don't, they don't get to go do that. So why not suffer a little bit harder and make it worth the, uh, the strain? <clears throat> okay, a couple of questions. Uh, confirming it's a co-ed event, so it's not officially F3. It's an F3 sponsored or sanctioned uh, memorial. Is it still free? It is. It is. So, you know, our region, <laughs> you know, that permit cost me 120 bucks last year, but I thought, you know, it's out of my pocket. It's well worth it. Uh, our region, now that we've got some funding, we've got some fundraising, uh, it's coming out of our regional events, so we're paying for the permit. But that's, that's it. It's a public uh, national monument, so anybody can come out there and, and do the stair climb. Um, so, yeah, we, we – and honestly, we welcome anybody that, that's out there. So it turns out every year we see a bunch of different groups running stairs, whether it be, like, naval platoons, army groups, um, maybe uh, George Wash, uh, Georgetown or George GW you know, workout groups out there. They, they come – maybe they'll do two or three flights with us. Maybe they'll do all of it with us. Um, but we, we really try to encourage, uh, honestly, as many people as we can to really increase the exposure of who we are, and that's F3 the capital. Excellent. And then um, next one, can you just give us a rough estimate? Because I know if people are, you know, they're like me and have, you know, to have to make plans. If you guys start, um, I, I understand them because I've, I've done a, I used to live near there. So 0530 is probably a safe time for you to arrive at the AO for a 0600 start. Um, how long roughly does it take your group to actually do the entire event? Yeah, so we, we typically finish between 8 and 8.30. If we start at 0600, we'll finish before, you know, by around 0800 to 0830. Um, one of the things I learned from last year's C-SPAN is that, you know, after the event, we, we had this great speech. One of our guys, Jag, gave a great, you know, um, inspirational talk at the very end. But, you know, we kind of just split up, went to our own, you know, places, FIA, F3, our kind of our downrange folks. Um, we didn't really take advantage of, of this group together. So the, one of the things we're, we're incorporating this year is we're going to have F, we're going to have cafeteria immediately after our event. Um, there's a uh, I, I can post or I can share you know on the national Slack channel of where I'm suggesting everyone park. It, it's it's a place called Ohio, Ohio Drive, which is right outside Lincoln Memorial. It's a it's a nice public metered parking space there, but not lots of nice uh, tree cover right along the Potomac River. We're going to set up tables, bring chairs. We're going to bring coffee out, um, some small snacks out there to really take advantage of this group coming together. Because this year we, we have a lot of downrange packs that, that's connected with us already this year of their plans coming up here. So I want to take advantage of getting that opportunity to listen, learn, hear what these other packs are doing. And maybe they take the, the stair climb back to their AOs, and maybe they get inspired you know, to bring the same thing you know, to, to their, home, their home courts. Love it. Love it. Okay, um, we're getting on top of our time. Let's talk about a few things. Obviously, you talked a little bit about your why. Obviously, when you do 9-11 tributes, you're going to get other people's whys, and I always tell everybody, make sure you've got your listening ears on that day because most of the time people have very, very specific reasons they're doing a lot of these tributes. You know, they either lost people or they lost friends. Um, 
in these kind of you know between the Pentagon, um, Flight 93, or the or the towers. You just there's so many people that were impacted. Let's you know I want to make sure I give you a little space. Anything you want to leave the listeners with that we didn't get covered? Um, besides just you know wherever whatever event you're at, make sure you engage there. What else do you want to leave the packs with? I'll share one more thing with you, with C-SPAN, and um, I think the guys up here in our region know um, what I'm trying to do, and, and I really it, the support I get from this this region is phenomenal. But you know, again, this is our fifth year doing this. This will be my fifth year rucking the stair climb. Um, I happen to turn 50 this year, so I, I happen to turn respect level, which mentally I don't know if I'm really there yet. So um, one of my goals. Uh, this year is to increase the suck. I just want to make things as um, difficult as I can, whether, especially the, these physical things, right? So I, I thought to myself, all right, I, I do the stair climb. It's the same as usual. It, the first year, second year, it, it was pretty tough, but I've kind of, you know, body has, has gotten acclimated to this thing. So how can I make it more difficult on, my, on myself, C-SPAN? So um, I said this year what I'm going to do is I'm going to ruck it in overnight from my house over here in Fairfax, Somewhere about 16 to 20 miles, I'll leave my house uh, around 9 p.m. on Saturday. I'm going to ruck it overnight, and the goal was to get there uh, to Lincoln Memorial about 5.30. Um, and um, I didn't think, honestly, I didn't think anyone was that stupid to you know, kind of come join me on this you know, kind of mission of, of suffering. But uh, it turns out I've got probably four, five, maybe six other uh, F3 guys that want to suffer with me, man. So uh, I'm pretty yeah, – and again – surprisingly inspired that people actually want to go do these crazy things. That's the, the, the cool thing about us in F3. You put these crazy ideas out there, and somebody in your region, somebody is going to agree with you and say, yeah, that's pretty damn crazy, man, but I'll go do it with you. Um, so I'm really appreciative, you know, of these guys, Major Payne being one of them. Um, you know, he's you know, a good old friend of mine for a long time, but, you know, he wanted to make sure that I wasn't suffering, you know, overnight by myself. But uh, it, it's one of those things that I, I want to do, and um, – I've never done it before, but yeah, I've done a lot of these overnight go ruck toughs. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to our group as well here at F3 the Capital. We are hosting uh, a go ruck next spring. We're, we're going to be the first grow ruck event uh, of, of 2023. So, want to put the big word out there. We, um, we love uh, for some more of these downrange packs to come into DC. If you haven't come into DC, what a great opportunity it is uh, to see DC in in this kind of environment. A uh, big shout-out to our, our guy here, Old Bay. Uh, Old Bay has stepped up here in F3 the Capitol to be our host queue. A lot of responsibility with, with, that, with that job, and he's doing a phenomenal job there. Uh, I, myself, Major Payne, we're, we're part of the planning committee helping Old Bay put this together. But we're super excited, and, and if folks haven't been here in March uh, in, in D.C., it also happens to be the cherry blossom season, another great, you know, tourist thing. So, um Putting it out there, I know it's it's still a ways out there, but that that's something else us here at F3 the Capital uh, that we're working on here in the near future. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna scream respect. All I did was have a three three day birthday party. You're putting on there you go. getting all kinds of mileage and then doing a 9/11 tribute. Holy mackerel, that's outstanding! Congratulations, happy birthday. Why not? Why not? Love it. I appreciate it. Now, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, brother, I'm going to tell everybody, we're going to put, drop a bunch of stuff in the show notes this week. There's tons of information he's going to put in there. He'll also drop it in the Nation Slack channel. Um, hopefully you're inspired when you hear this, that you, uh, you and your group will come up with something to do. Um, I just, 
Hi, Tyler. I appreciate you being on the call. Um, it's not a call anymore. It's a podcast, but whatever it is, it feels like a call to me. Appreciate you being on. For the rest of you, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for being a guest on the roundtable. See you. Thank you. Never forget.